Hello everyone, this is the Hand and Roar creator and host Andy Barge here with a quick message before this episode starts. I'd like to share with you that I've written a book about the Scotland men's team's journey to Euro 2020 and it's being released with Pitch Publishing on the 20th of February. It's called A Nation Again and it features exclusive conversations with and the memories of more than a dozen members of the squad and staff who navigated the Nations League group and playoffs to get us back to a major tournament. So the book begins at the point Gordon Strachan leaves his position after the draw in Slovenia and culminates with a shootout win in Belgrade and it charts all the ups and downs along the way. So if this sounds like it's up your street, the book is available to pre-order just now. There should be a link on the Hand and Roar Twitter page but you can also just Google A Nation Again Pitch Publishing and you can follow the first link onto their website and it'll give you a few options from there. So I'm excited about this, nervous as well I suppose but I've had great encouragement since announcing it. It was around 18 months of hard work so it's really appreciated. Thank you to everyone for that and if you decide to pick it up I hope you enjoy reminiscing about a fairly turbulent but ultimately successful few years for the national team. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, it slightly favours the right footer here, but Griffiths, having got the goal, goes again. Quick five and drags it down now. Long we over. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! McCulloch saved it in! Ferguson, don't lose again, it's there, here comes up, chance goal, Scotland have scored, it's a Welcome to the Hamden Roar podcast, the first one of 2023. Happy New Year to everyone and thanks for tuning in once again. We're pretty much halfway through the national team's enforced hiatus. There's time to fill for us as Scotland fans. So this is what we're going to do over the next six to eight weeks. I, your host Andy Barge, have devised a national team quiz uh, involving the guests and contributors to the podcasts, eight of them in total, and that's the perfect equation for a knockout tournament starting at the quarterfinal stage. So a Scotland quiz on a weekly basis for the next, what would that be, eight weeks, I suppose. So the draw is as follows. Alan Risk of the Air Force One accounts against Graham Brown of the Hamden Collection. 
Gordon Sheark of the Tartan Scarf against Lewis Irons of the BBC, Ben Ramage of the SFSA against the author of World Cup 98 Scotland Story, Neil Doherty. But first, tonight, a real heavyweight clash. I've had to fight off the BBC and Top Sport to get the rights to this one. It's the Scotsman and Edinburgh Evening News' Barry Anderson against author of Scotland's Swedish Adventure, John Blaisdell. Gents, welcome to the ring. Thank you, Andy. I'm not sure it'll be a very... I'm not sure it'll be a very welcoming ring come the end of it, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm really trying to play the best psychology here, Barry. That's my job. <laughs> you're the ex- you're the journalist here. You should know more than uh, that. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> uh, have you not seen Barry's Twitter mentions? Come on. So what we'll do is five rounds. Um, I'm not going to score it for a tennis match example where you win a set, so you don't win a round. Your points just tally up. And go on and go on and go on and go on. So the first round um, is career paths. So I've tried to make the the first ones fairly gettable and then harder as the round goes on. Um, So what I'll do um, to decide who goes first here or to to give you both the choice of who wants to go first. Fastest um, mouth first. Who scored against Sweden at Italia 90? Mo Johnson. I think John got that. Okay, so John, you're up first then. So what we'll do is career paths. I will give you um, starting year um, and the end year or current or still going year um, of each of of the player. Um, That will get you one point if you get the player correct. Um, If you need a clue, I will give you their position, not precisely, but defender, a goalkeeper, defender, midfielder or attacker. If you need that clue to get the answer, that will get you half a point. Um, And if you don't get it in this round, it doesn't go to Barry. Um, So there's no stealing involved in this round. Um, So the the first one, um, this player made his debut in 2014. She's still playing. Nottingham Forest, Bradford City on loan, Leipzig, West Brom, Celtic loan, Alaves loan, Sheffield United, Millwall on loan, Brother Brim. You run out of clubs there for him. <laughs> Oli Park. It's <laughs> uh, Oli Park, one point, John. Uh, if, you, if you know the answer, by the way, feel free to jump in. But if you spunk your load and get it wrong, then tough. There's It's first answers uh, only, okay? But if you, if you feel like you know it easily, while I'm listing off the clubs, jump in. Because I feel like you knew... Ollie Burke there as soon as I said uh, Leipzig. Okay. Um, right, coming to you now, Barry. Started in 2001 and retired in 2019. Kilmarnock, Rangers, Middlesbrough, Nottingham Forest on loan, Eski Serispor, Portland Timbers, Kilmarnock, Rangers, Kilmarnock. Chris Boyd. That is Chris Boyd. Point for Barry. Nice and simple start, fellas. Okay, over to you again, John. Started in 1990, retired in 2011. If you want, by the way, if you, if you both have a bit pen and paper, feel free to jot down notes um, if you feel you need to um, on this. Um, started in 1990, retired in 2011. Arsenal, Luton Town on loan, Brighton on loan. Man City, Leicester City, Blackburn Rovers, 
Man City again. You're nodding. Do you think you know it? Continue the rest of the clubs. I think I know it. Man City, Crystal Palace on loan, Blackpool on loan, Leicester City, Derby County on loan, Leeds, Oldham. Thought on you. And it retired in 2019? No, 1990 to 2011. The 2011, sorry. Um, what makes that? Um, is it Paul Dickoff? It's Paul Dickoff. I really hope that um, when it comes to the fourth and fifth levels that you don't just breeze through it and my hard questions aren't made to look uh, extremely simple. Right, okay. Barry, this one started in 1991 and ended in 2011, so almost an identical time frame. Dunfermline, Celtic, Wolves, Aberdeen, Falkirk, Partick Thistle. I'll say that again. Started in 1991. Dunfermline, Celtic, Wolves, Aberdeen, Falkirk, Partick Thistle. Ended in 2011. <clears throat> Jackie McNamara. Bingo. 2 2. Solid start from the period. John started in 1988 and played until 2008. Gunnar Martin, Rangers, Stockport on loan, Toulouse on loan, West Brom, the United, Millwall, St Johnston. Derek McInnes. Made light work of that one, well done. I had no idea until I started putting this together that he played for Toulouse. Okay, coming to you now, Barry. Started in 2009 and still playing. Hull City, Blackburn Rovers on loan, Blackburn Rovers permanently, Fulham. A bit of a guess, I'm going Tom Kearney. Uh, shot in the dark is a good one, 3 3. Well done. It's going as I expected it would so far. <laughs> I'd forgotten about this one. Okay. Cheers. John, so, I've tried to make these next two uh, a bit more difficult. Started in 2007 and is still playing. Chelsea, Yeovil Town on loan, Watford on loan, Stockport on loan. Permanent move to Brighton, Sunderland, Leeds United on loan. Permanent move to Leeds, Nottingham Forest, Bolton on loan, Lincoln City on loan, Lincoln City permanently, and Blackpool. Still playing. I'm trying to think of this person might have played for Scotland. Can you run to the clubs again, Andy? Yep. Started in 2007 at Chelsea. Yeovil Town on loan, Watford on loan, Stockport on loan, permanent move to Brighton. Sunderland, Leeds United on loan, permanent to Leeds, Nottingham Forest, Bolton on loan, Lincoln on loan, Lincoln permanently, and now at Blackpool. Gas to sacrifice, potential half a point. Um, what position? Midfielder. Um. <sighs> this could be a door opener for Barry. I haven't set time restrictions I'll just need to play each one by ear and if you think it's going on a bit too long I might jump in and say I haven't a clue okay the answer is Liam Bridcut oh, 
Two caps for Scotland between 2013 and 2016. Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> Barry started in 2002, and his last listed club is in 2018. Um, it doesn't officially say that he has retired, but I, he's certainly not playing at good level, he must be in the lower league somewhere. So, started in 2002. Blackburn Rovers, Burnley on loan, Gillingham on loan, Ipswich on loan, permanent move to Derby, Preston on loan, Charlton on loan, permanent move to Barnsley, Swindon Town on loan, Swindon Town permanently, Sheffield United, Ross County, Tranmere Rovers, Warrington Town. Ooh, I think I know this, but um. Well, you've, you've, you can you can take the lead if you get it right, mate. Even with a half point, I can run it through. I can run through it again. Yeah, run the clubs again. Yeah. Started started in two thousand and two. Blackburn Rovers. Well, you look Burn- more nervous than I do. It's my question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> started in two thousand and two. Blackburn Rovers. Burnley on loan. Gillingham on loan. Ipswich on loan. Permanent move to Derby. Preston, Charlton Athletic, permanent, both on loan, sorry, Preston on loan, Charlton on loan, permanent move to Barnsley, Swindon on loan, permanent move to Swindon, Sheffield United, Ross County, Tranmere, Warrington Town. Nothing to lose, if you get it wrong, it's still 3-3. Yeah, well coming. Wrong. The answer is Jay McEverly. Oh. See when you mentioned Preston, that was what was making me wonder because my dad's a Preston fan, and I feel as I should have known that. But I don't, I don't know. He played for Preston to be fair. So two misses in a row. Uh, here we go for the fifth and final one of the round. John started in 2005, uh, and it has him listed here as still playing, um, but there are no stats to go with it, so I'm not sure if he actually is really still playing, but he seems to be attached to this club um, in this current year, okay? So, 2005, uh, Dundee, Dundee United, Huddersfield Town, Dundee United, Grimsby, Falkirk, Peterhead. I'm, go- I'm just going to go for this because I think it's this guy. Scott Robertson. Oh, the answer is Paul Dixon. Three caps. Oh, of course. Three caps. So, Barry, you can take, well, not take the round, but you can take the lead if you get this one correct here. His debut in 2000 to 2022. Rochdale. Norwich City. Blackpool, Shrewsbury Town on loan, Burnley, Rangers, Wigan, Scunthorpe, Lincoln, Fleetwood, Bolton. You can run through once more if you need a shove. Debut in 2000, you said? Debut in 2004, Rochdale, then Norwich, Blackpool, Shrewsbury on loan, Burnley, Rangers, Wigan, Scunthorpe, Lincoln, Fleetwood, Bolton. 
Remember, you can uh, get half a point if you need a hint for the position. Uh, I'll go with Bardsley. No, you should have gone for the half point because it's a goalkeeper, Matt Jilks. I probably still wouldn't have got that. <laughs> Matt Jilks, three caps for Scotland over 2012 and 2013. He didn't really waste three years of his career at Burnley or Rangers where he made zero league appearances, did he? Interesting choice there from Matt Jilks. Uh, okay, so that's 3-3 three, three, uh, after the first round. So many bookings in the game, was, was, the, was the, the attitude of the players a problem? No, you know, it was a big fight for, for both teams and I think it was a lot of... Christian! Christian! Well, a little trouble in the tunnel there, but that reflects, I think, the, the way the, fields, the players feel about this defeat. John, you, you started that one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you did, right. So, Barry, you can start the second round. And it's a higher or lower round. I will name a player um, to start with. Uh, and then, from there, a domino effect of how many caps, higher or lower. Okay? So, the benchmark here to start with is Ali McCoist was capped 61 times, Barry. Was Roy Aitken capped more or less times than that? Less. Roy Aitken was capped 57 times, so Halley for Barry. Come to you, John. Roy Aitken was capped 57 times then. Was Richard Goff higher or lower than that? Higher. Both straight in. And bang on, 61 caps for Richard Goff. Barry, Richard Goff capped 61 times. Was Christian Daly capped higher or lower than that? Higher. He was capped higher, 67 times for Christian Daly. Another point to Barry. Okay, John, you know the drill by now. Christian Daly capped 67 times. Was John Collins capped more or less than that? he's He was 58 caps for John Collins so level pegging in this round Barry John Collins 58 caps does Andy Robertson have more or less caps than that Christ Andy Robertson's got more he does he does by two Andy Robertson has 60 (laughs) Andy Robertson has 60 caps, so another point to Barry Instinct proving good here. Okay, John Andy Robertson is capped 60 times. Does Scott Brown have more or less caps than Andy Robertson? I think because he had a hiatus and he also had some injury problems when he first started in the Scotland squad, my guess is less. It's a good one. He has less 55 caps for Scott Brown. 100% record in this round so far, guys. Well done. Scott Brown, 55 caps. Barry, does Colin Hendry have more or less than that? Less. He does have less. That was a surefire answer there. John, 51 caps then for Braveheart. Joe Jordan, higher or lower? That's a tough one. Um... (laughs) 
my instinct is telling me that there's a good chance this could be wrong. My instinct's telling me higher. Correct. 52 caps for George Oliver. <laughs> One more than Colin Hendry. Right, Barry. 52 caps then for Joe Jordan. Does Gary Naismith have more or less than that? Gary Naismith, you're saying, has more caps than Joe Jordan. That is wrong. Gary Naismith has 46 caps in comparison to Joe Jordan's 52. So, chance here for John to take the lead in the quiz. The score is currently seven all, but you have a question in hand here, John. Gary Naismith, 46 caps. Paul Lambert, higher or lower? I'm going to guess lower. Correct. 40 caps for Paul Lambert. John takes the lead in full marks in round two. Well done, John. So the score is currently 8 7 to John. Good close contest. What I do know, and you'll have to start thinking about this before you start, genetically, we're behind. We're the last campaign, we're the second smallest, apart from Spain. So that means we have to pick a team tonight that kind of try and combat the height and strength. Even at that, we couldn't combat the height and strength at set place. So genetically, we have to work at things. I don't know, we get big women and men together, see what we can do. Um, but it is a problem for us because we have to fight harder for every ball and jump higher than anybody else because it's easier for these kind of guys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Round number three. Me and the boys play this game a lot uh, when we're out having a pint. It's a lineup game from a famous match. You have to name a Scotland or opposition player that started. Um, the rules are that you just take turns. Um, you get a point per correct answer. You get two lives. So if you fall, get two. So there's two points on offer here. If you name a sub, whether they came off the bench or not, 
you will not lose a life, but you'll need to guess again. All right. So the main the main thing here is name a player that started. You don't lose a life. If you name a sub, you don't lose a life, but you need to guess again. Once your lives are gone, you're out, and it's it's sudden death. If you drop off first, the other player gets two points added to their score. All right. And the match in question is from 2003, Scotland won Holland nil. And Barry, you had the honour of going first in the last round, so we'll start with you this time, uh, John. Rob Douglas. Correct. James McFadden. Scott, Scott, James McFadden, correct. Scotland player or opposition player, um, whatever takes your fancy. Andre Ouya. <laughs> Bringing out the big guns straight away, well done. John, Andrew Uyer, correct, defender for Holland. Neil McCann. Correct. Darren Fletcher. Correct. Uh, Stephen Presley. Correct. Lee Wilkie. Well done. Correct. Um, I'm sure there's a few Dutch players that I'm trying to think, and I'm now I'm, 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 there, there are there are there are ten Dutch players, ten Dutch players left to go, and the hardest yeah, one is probably gone. <laughs> yeah, Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, correct. Christian Daly. Correct. Jackie McNamara. Correct. Andy van der Meijer. <laughs> Did you watch this game recently, John? Good job, John. You've, uh, <laughs> I was at it. <laughs> you've, you've got this on loop in your room or something. Uh, Andy van der Meijer just made her rattle on the bar a couple of times in this game. <laughs> well, that's a correct answer. So, two lives intact. Still for everyone. There are three Scotland players left to get from the starting line. A lot of big names here, Barry. If you feel like you need to pass, um, then just you can lose a life and we'll move on. I'll, I'll need to keep some sort of dignity and decorum over the time. Have a stab in the dark. Um, Raphael van der Vaart. Bench, so you don't lose a life, but you need to go again now. Okay, uh, Graham Alexander. Bench, so that's uh, I should I should I should have I should have I should have clarified. Sorry at the start. If two bench players are named in a in a row, that's a, a life lost. John. Paul Dickov. Correct. Back to you, Barry. You're on thin ice. Yeah, I'm indeed. Um... Two Scotland players to go and uh, eight Dutch players to go. Gary Naismith. Naismith's correct. Well done, you stay in it. John, you still have two lives remaining. Crack on. um, The captain for Scotland that day, Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson, well done, the last one. So that is a Scotland team done. 
Douglas, Daly, McNamara, Naismith, Presley, Wilkie, Ferguson, Fletcher, Dickoff, McCann, McFadden. So eight Dutch players to go. When you go, Barry? That's a bit of a guess, Edwin van der Sar. Correct. Over to you, John. Patrick Clivert. Correct. I'm all out of Dutch players, I don't mind admitting. Um, there of of the of the players left there are Yeah, these are these are big, big names. I think some of them were Rangers at the time. I don't think Arthur Newman played. Um, I don't think Fernando Rickson played either. Are these guesses or are you talking out yeah, thinking out loud? I'm just kinda of thinking out loud. <laughs> I've got no other. I'll, just, I'll go with Rickson because I've got no other option. Well, you've lost your final life, so John takes the two points. You could have said, John, you, do, you want, do you want to fill it in for me, really? Um, you, you could have I'll said. Try, I'll try my best. Yep, Stam's one. Yep, Stam, yep. Um, I'm pretty sure Edgar David's played in this game. David's, yep. Mark Overmars played in this game. Yep. You've got two more. Um, did, did Van Bronckhorst play in this game? He did. So one more. Yeah, one more. And he was the Dutch captain. Oh, he was Dutch captain. The Scotland, the Scotland captain left until last. Now the Dutch captain left until last. Oh, Frank de Boer. Frank de Boer. Well done. Full house, John. Superb. Yeah, so on the bench for Scotland that day was... I there was a Rangers player involved. Yeah. yeah. The, the, on the bench that day for Scotland were Johnny Gould, Graham Alexander, Stephen Caldwell, Don Hutchison, Stephen Pearson, Stevie Crawford, and Kenny Miller. The Dutch team was Van der Sar, Frank de Boer, Andre Uyer, Yap Stam, Philip Koku, Edgar Davids, Mark Overmars, Giovanni van Bronckhurst, Andy van der Maeda, Patrick Kluivert, and Ruud van Nistelrooy on the bench. Ronald Vatterus, another blast from the past. Michael Reisiger, Clarence Seedorf, Raphael van der Vaart, Bolo Zenden, Roy Mackay, and Pierre van Hooyjonk. What a squad. What a squad. So John takes the two points and goes into a 10-7 lead ahead of round four. Scotland, as we know, have had trouble in the Faroe on the last two occasions that they've played them, but they are better now. This is what happened when they met this time around. Match commentators, former Scotland winger David Provin and Bill Leslie. No promos, can't be asked. That's it. See ya. Come on. Yeah, see ya. Daft little ground, silly game. Fuck off. Guys, this is still a tight game, and the last round lends itself to a turn of events should there be a slight disparity in the score lines. But first of all, round four. Um, is to do with Scotland goal scorers in a select era. Okay, so you'll both um, separately, you'll take it in turns, be asked uh, who scored the solitary goal for Scotland in match X. And then your second question will be who scored or who scored Scotland's two goals in match X. And then uh, your third question will be who scored Scotland's three goals in match X. Um, so one, two, three. And we'll start with Barry this time. So these are games that were played 
between January 1st, 2000 and December 31st, 2002. So a three-year stretch uh, for the national team. Now, you both said at the start that your memories were letting you down slightly, so <laughs> good luck um, here. But you're both ardent Scotland fans, so I'm sure that somewhere in the back of your mind you'll have the images of these goals, all right? So, uh, and a point for the correct answer, I should clarify, to get the point, you need to get all the required goal scorers. Um, it's not point per goal scorer, it's a point per completed question. So, Latvia nil, Scotland won in Riga, September 2000 in a World Cup qualifier. Neil McCann. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <coughs> well done. John, the deficit has been reduced slightly. Barry can catch you in this round if you don't stay on top of Oh, I'm not yeah. complacent here. Yeah. Still a long way to go, Andy. So, Poland won, Scotland won, and Bidgosh on. 25th of April 2001 in a friendly see this is why he can catch me because I'm getting questions like this now <laughs> Poland won Scotland won in Bidgosh April 2001 in a friendly yeah because this was the friendly where everyone had the cold off and um, oh, Barry's, Barry's, not, Barry's nodding I should clarify as well there's no stealing in this round so John if you don't get this it doesn't go to Barry okay oh dear um, and again I'll just have to okay. show a bit of gamesmanship with the, the time so I wouldn't put a restriction on you but when it's time I'll know aye no pressure <laughs> <laughs> I think the clock's ticking now. Stevie Crawford? No, the answer is Scott Booth. Okay, so Barry, you're off to a good start here. Faroe Islands 2, Scotland 2, in Toftier, September 2002, in a qualifier for Euro 2004, who scored Scotland's two goals? Paul Lambert and Barry Ferguson. Mincemeat made of that one. Pressure's on now, John, eh? I can't get that wry smile up there at the top of my screen. I, I just yeah. wonder what you're giving me here after that. <laughs> no, it's such an easy one for Barry. <laughs> Bear in mind that I had to in the time frame, I had to find games where Scotland scored the exact amount of goals uh, to match question one, question two, and question three. So your second question, John. Iceland nil, Scotland two in Reykjavik, October 2002 in a qualifier for Euro 2004. Christian Daly, Gary Naismith. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Well done. Right. Barry. Scotland 3, Canada 1 at Easter Road in October 2002 in a friendly. Stephen Thompson got two of them. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to give anything away with my expression. I'm, I'm thinking I should have clarified something before the start of this round. So I'll do it now because it hasn't impacted any questions so far, but it might. Well, it will impact the final two questions. Okay, so um, if a player has scored a double, I will notify you. And yes, in this game, a player scored a double. Scotland three, Canada one, Easter Road, 
October two thousand and two in a friendly. Yes. If you get if you get the double the wrong way round, then it, it's uh, I'm going to have to accept it as wrong. You're not making me question myself here. Uh, Stevie Crawford got two. Sorry, Stevie Thompson got two, and Stevie Crawford got one. Or it's the other way about. Well, you'll have to nail one of them in. <laughs> I can't for the life of me remember what way around it is. Okay, take, take a shot in the dark then, because I'll need to either award or dismiss. Right, I'm, I'm go Crawford two and Thompson one. That's the one, Crawford two, Thompson one. <laughs> I got let okay. off the hook there, I don't mind admitting. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be a hashtag justice for John going on Twitter after this, I think. So, uh, right. John, uh, that was the only game in uh, that time frame that Scotland scored exactly three goals. So for you, um, and a player, it works out quite well because there's three goal scorers in this one. Um, but the score was Scotland four, San Marino nil uh, at Hamden Park in March 2001. Uh, three goal scorers. Yeah, the player who scored a double because it was his last game, Colin Henry. Yep. I don't know why it was his last game. Um, Billy Dodds mm-hmm. and Colin Campbell. Hey, there, there we go. Excellent. So, guys, this is tight heading into the final round. I suppose if we're going to adapt the question of sport um, style, it would be the home and away round. You've each picked a special specialist subject. The score currently is 12-10 to John. John, your specialist subject, quite unsurprisingly, is Euro- Scotland at Euro 92. Um, you've written a, a fucking book on the topic, so I've tried to <laughs> I've tried to uh, keep that in mind here with, with these questions. I've not uh, been uh, disproportionate with the difficulty, but I do know how well versed you are in the subject. Now, Barry, you have picked old firm players in a Scotland shirt. What was behind that selection? I don't really have a, a specialist subject in this kind of area, Andy, to be honest, so it was just kind of what I think I might know the most about. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm not confident overhauling this two-point uh, deficit, I've got to be honest. It's not, it's not because you're a closet Celtic Rangers fan, no? No, it's absolutely not. <laughs> if okay, I, if so... I was, I'd probably find that a bit easier. <laughs> so the, the beauty of this round is, though, um, so for example, John, if I asked you, um, I'll pick something completely non-relatable, if I asked you, what is the name of the McDonald's fast food mascot, and you said, I don't know, it would go to Barry, who, if he then says Ronald McDonald, will get two points because he's answered your question. So you get one point for answering your own question. If you fail to get it, it will go to the away team, and if they get it correct, 
two points, right? So it is your turn to go first, John, I believe. There might be a few here where you might need 30 seconds to a minute or so to, to write a list. So if you want to make a list on your phone or even better, if you have pen and paper, um, then feel free to, to grab some um, because you might need to take note of, of what I'm saying for a couple of questions. So if you have that nearby, obviously Safari app is barred. None of that. Okay. Uh, so, I've got John, a little fashion pen and paper. I'll keep my phone away. <laughs> John, we'll start with you. Euro 92 for one point. What was the score and who were the opposition in Scotland's final warm-up game before the tournament? Final warm-up game before the tournament was Norway nil, Scotland nil in Oslo. That is a correct answer. I uh, Again, I've tried to build the difficulty of the questions as the round goes on. Um, we'll see if it plays out like that, okay? Barry, your specialist subject is old firm players in a Scotland shirt. Who is the most recent player to score in a Scotland shirt while a Celtic or Rangers player? I'm thinking you're going to give me older questions, not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most you, 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 I'll, give, I'll give you just a wee bit of time to, to try and count a wee bit here. Most, who's the most recent old firm player to score for Scotland is essentially the question. Mm-hmm. I think the last. few Scotland games um, Cal McGregor What game would you think that is? Uh, good question <laughs> so It's wrong so John you have a short time frame to nip in here for two points It was Anthony Ralston against Albania so No Armenia Armenia Yeah Don't <laughs> worry I'll accept I'll accept That's a You wanted big the steal. name of opposition to be fair Yeah yeah the, na- the name is fine The name is fine Two points, that could be important. So you have now stretched into a 15-10 lead, John, um, after one question each in the fifth round. Right. John, I had to double check this. So if I am barking up the wrong tree here, feel free to put me in my place. Um, There were only five England-based players in the Euro 92 squad. Who were they? Brian McClare Pat Nevin um, Kevin Gallagher Yes um, Gordon Jury from the Tottenham Four of five And the last one See I remember the players in order because it was in order of caps you know <laughs> You uh, You you need all five for the point here. And by the I way, know. I should, have, I should I have also clarified, if you don't get this within... Gary McAllister. Um, yeah, Gary McAllister. I was going to say, if you didn't get Gary McAllister there, all Barry would need to do to steal the points is to complete the list and say Gary McAllister. But you got there and you take the home point. Another one for Bleasdale, who sails into a 16-10 lead. Barry, roll your sleeves up. Because this is a doozy. <laughs> How many, and this, this is what I mean about the, the list if you want to whip out your notes app or a bit of pen and paper. I'll give you, I'll give you a wee bit of time here. Yeah. How many old firm players were in the France 98 squad? 
Uh, Don't f- feel free to take a minute or so with that one. Right, so... Obviously, there will be working to get the number by thinking of the players, but you don't need to list them all to get the, the point. You just need to give me the number. John, are you coiled here? I have a feeling I'd what? Um. There's a a furrowed brow at the bottom of my laptop screen for those listening that want a visual on this and it belongs to Barry Anderson as he completes or tries to complete the mental gymnastics here five not particularly confidently five is the wrong answer so John has the opportunity to steal two points here should he get the correct number how many old firm players were in the France 98 squad I'm pretty sure that it's nine. It is nine. That is impressive, John. Well done. Uh, bit disproportionate, mind you. Eight Celtic players and only one Rangers player. The, the one Rangers player was Gordon Jury. The Celtic players were McNamara, Boyd, McKinley, Burley, Jackson, Donnelly, Lambert and Gould. So, um, this is getting away from you, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> right, back to... Euro 92 John's home question Brian McClare scored his first goal for Scotland against CIA on cap number 26 open goal I thought that would be a bit harder John um, sorry Barry I feel like I'm uh, really doing you in here <laughs> well, I'm doing enough job, enough of a job of doing that <laughs> ok um, so that's the score currently John is on Nineteen ten. Uh, it may my, my mental maths uh, and arithmetic is quite slow, so I'm not sure if the the game is over yet. But we'll we'll, we'll carry on. Um, if you steal this from Barry John, then I'm pretty sure that's it done. Um, Barry, which of these former Old Firm players has scored the most goals in a Scotland shirt? David Cooper, Paul McStay, or Billy Dodds? Billy Dodd. It's wrong. It's wrong. John, what do you reckon? It's got to be Paul McStay because David Cooper didn't have as many caps. It's Paul McStay. Paul McStay scored the most on nine. Billy Dodd scored seven. Nine goals for Scotland. Nine goals for Scotland. And uh, Billy Dodd scored seven and Cooper scored six. So two points for John. Um, really who is on the final straight now we'll, we'll we'll carry on a couple of fun questions still to go uh, home question for you John who wore the number 8 for Scotland that you were meant to well I should know this because he was at my boot launch and I interviewed him for the SFF podcast it's Slim Dave McPherson it is Dave McPherson I, I, I didn't know what a, a tricky number would have been there I, I thought maybe if we went really high and said Derek White or something that would be taking the piss a wee bit so I tried something um, that I thought was fair but you you really breezed that so, you, sh- um, you should have you should have went with that Andy and made it harder yeah. for me to take it and I'd have got it <laughs> do, you, do you think do you think you know most of them off by heart the squad numbers yeah yeah, yeah. 
Let's suppose you did write a book. I thought so, I wrote it in my book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next one for you, Barry. We've got pride, needs salvage to you. In this last round, there's a blank in round five next to your name that I'd like to remedy. Um, so, Chris Boyd, Kerry Miller, Gary Caldwell, Barry Ferguson, Lee McCulloch, Craig Beattie, and which two other old firm players scored in the Euro 2008 qualifiers? Chris Boyd, Kenny Miller, Gary Caldwell, Barry Ferguson, Lee McCulloch, Craig Beattie, and which two other old firm players scored in the Euro 2008 qualifiers? Euro 2008. I, I was really surprised with the percentage of goals in that qualifying campaign that were scored by Celtic and Rangers players. There was a real stronghold under uh, Walter Smith and McLeish. Is one of them David Weir? No, but you still have to say another name before I pass it over to John. Or if you you can pass as well if you want. No, no, it's all right. Just pass it. It doesn't matter. Pass. John. Hey, Sean Maloney's one. Free kick against the Pharaohs, correct? Yeah. Um, the only one I can think of did eventually play for Rangers, but he didn't at the time when they scored his goal. Was it Christian Daly? No, he was still at West Ham at that point. Yeah. The answer you're missing is scorer of the second against Lithuania, Stephen McManus. Of course. I'm saying a Rangers player for some reason. Then. With his knee pretty much on the on the line cross-delivered by Sean Maloney. Uh, so, no points taken there. And question four for Barry's home round. Final one for you, John. Um, I thought, I, when I wrote this, I thought this might be quite a hard question for you, but the mockery you've made of this round so far, I'm pretty sure it'll just take just a second. So, what was the name of the higher education facility Scotland trained at in Chicago before the tournament? Um, now, that I did not name. But I did watch Sandy Roxburgh documentary. Um, <sighs> nah, nah. It was Benedictine University in Illinois, in Chicago. You should pass that to Barry for the two points. I, I, was, yeah, I was going to say that as well. Yeah, do you know what, Barry? Fuck it, I'll give you two points. It just it, Because the, 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 the game is not as competitive anymore, I think I, I just uh, had a slip of the mind there. So, sorry, Barry. Um, but the answer is Benedictine University in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Barry, this is, uh, this is quite a tough one, I suppose. Um, how many of Kenny Miller's 69 Scotland caps were gained while a Rangers player? And I will accept three either side for the point. As a Rangers player? Three either side of the correct answer will get you the point. 43. Wrong. Do you know, John? Um, I know he only had one in his first spell. Um, and then also moved to Rangers in 2008. Um, so I'm going to go 25. No, um... The correct answer allegedly is 15. 15? 15. Uh, I'm stunned by that. I, I was also. Um, so neither of you get the point. So 
it, it doesn't matter really in the in the long run. But um, if anyone wants to pull me up on that, that's listening, feel free. And because I also couldn't quite believe that the answer was uh, was fifteen, but apparently so. Um, if anyone thinks that that's not right, please do send a message. Well, let me just tally up the final round here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The scores finish thanks to the final round, really. It was close until the final round. And then the author <laughs> of a book on his specialist subject powered through. Uh, did pick up a couple of away points as well there, John. Well done. But you are through to the semis. Final score of 22 to 10. Barry, the, the old fun players in a Scotland shirt didn't really work out. No, you're absolutely right. I think I'll need to think a lot harder about my specialist subject. <laughs> I think he did you like a kipper there. No, you're oh. a worthy winner. Your, no, your answers were spot on pretty much every round, so I've got no complaints whatsoever. I, uh, but that's that, that's that specialist subject done for you now, John. So the semis, you'll have to think of something else. Old fun players in a Scotland shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, uh, thanks for playing, guys. Appreciate the time and a bit of a laugh, John. Well done. You're in the semi-final. It, uh, no idea who it'll be against because all the quarters have still got to be played. The next one, I think, is Alan Risk of Air Force One against Graham Brown of Hamblinners. That'll be next week's one. Um, but well done. You're the first to progress. Barry, commiserations, mate. Well done, John. Congratulations. Hope you go all Thanks, the way. Barry. Thank you very much. I'd like to get less, less embarrassing if it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.